0: Hello, Tribe. Hi, how you? It's been a long year, but you guys, were here. We're here with season two of Never Will I Ever. I'm sorry, it's been a little while since you've heard from me. Things have been a little hectic in the world. It was 2020 and whatnot. But let me introduce myself. I am the Chief. Geo at Chief Geo on Instagram if you want to follow me. Or you could follow us at, at Never Will I Ever podcast. Um, but yeah, so yeah, my name is Geo. I am a 29. Oh, yeah, last time I usually, my introductions, I hit it with that. I'm a 28 year old African American plus no size more. woman. And the girl has had a birthday since we've last spoken. So I am a 29-year-old African American plus size woman. I am a doula, a caregiver of the chi- of the children. Let's let's make that clear. So I'm child care provider, um, and a black business owner and a little, little bit of everything, I guess. Um, and here today, I know the last time he was on the last episode that we did too, but we're just gonna do a recap of this crazy year that we've had. So, here with me is my sound engineer and my boyfriend. Hi, babe. Hi, okay, can
1: you actually <laughs> know this by now, huh? Yeah, all right. Well, I'm Noe. I also had a birthday in December, she had it in October. I'm no longer 30. I'm a Young 45
0: You are not 45, chill um, But
1: a little bit about me I am a caregiver of the peoples <laughs> The um, adults Not of the children Children don't like me very much
0: That's not true, he's lying And I am,
1: aside from that, I am an audio engineer, a musician And that's pretty much it
0: A Sagittarius Okay That's what he is
1: What is that? What does that have to do
0: with? Just saying, They're just throwing it out there. I'm a Scorpio. You're a Sagitt- You're a Sagittarius. It's okay.
1: Sagittarius.
0: Yeah, Sagittarius. I mean, I can't. Okay, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Some of that too. But no, I I love all my Sagittarius. All my some of my favorite people are Sagittarius. A lot of my favorite people are Sagittarius, Actually, I have a lot of Sagittarius people around me. Okay, so you know. The last episodes of Never Will I Ever, um, some of them were recorded during this pandemic, the first phase of it. We are in California, in um, the Inland Empire, LA area to be exact, and yeah, we've pretty much been shut down. Like we had like one little quick glimpse a glimpse of a going outside
1: a little glimpse of freedom
0: a little glimpse of being able to go outside being open and people did not act it was running amok in the palace and now we're back on shutdown again and it's playing with my emotions like i miss my boys i miss because like i said Well, in prior podcasts, if you know me or in person or if you listen to the podcast, you know I have a lot of guy friends. I've had my boys on the podcast multiple times. Um, But I miss them. I miss my family at the Shisha Room in Pomona. I miss getting cute on the weekends and going out somewhere. And I miss that. (laughs) sucks. But... This episode today is called Never Will I Ever Be Ungrateful. So over the course of, since we're now in 2021 and everybody's like, I can't wait for 2021. Like all the shit was going to stop because the year stopped.
1: Like, The year no. doesn't dictate right. actions.
0: Period. So, um, yeah, so we're in 2021 and last year was crazy. I know it was a lot. It was a lot. We had a pandemic. We had, racism was like at the forefront of this year. Even though if you're, like I said, African-American woman, we know racism has been there all the time. It's just been quiet. And people were very happy with that. And even like the election this year, the whole election was like watching a United States reality show. It was like the season finale it was weird but um yeah so it was racism was kind of like at the forefront of this year and i don't know if i'm okay like everybody's very happy with these election oh joe biden yeah come on yeah 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 all that great stuff but i know what these people did before they got into office so i don't know how i feel i'm not too happy I won't be happy until policies are enacted to help my people. That's when I'll be happy. When you give us some policies, some reparations, some something, then I'll be, then I'll be cool. But and even then, I I won't be cool because y'all still gonna be acting up. So we still gonna have to be on your ass. But I would respect you more if you create policies and help out my people my black people because of the simple fact that like i said on this podcast before once we get help everybody gets help and really this system has been made to make us fail so when some things get shaken up if some things get shaken up then i'll be happy but until then mm. I don't know if I prefer the in-your-face racism or like the little covert stuff. Like, I actually prefer the in-your-face. Like, I want you to tell me what it is, where it's at. Don't bullshit me and try to go around. Like, I don't like back backhanded racist, racist people. I don't like people that hide their racism and then or say certain things and try to hide it. But no, bro, you're still racist, too. So I think that's, the, that's what the election was. You picking between somebody who's openly racist and seeing how the country acts when somebody who views things like they do is in office or having someone who's covertly racist. Because a lot of those policies that affect my people and Noe's people, because Noe is a Mexican-American man, um, were put into play. Especially in California, by the two people you guys elected. So
1: I think with any election, though, it's it's always choosing the greater of two yeah, evils. Yeah, I'm tired
0: of that lesser of two evils bullshit. Give me somebody that can actually do some shit. Thanks.
1: But I I think the the mindset isn't going to change until the new wave of politicians comes to be about. Because a lot of them are are older politicians.
0: Yeah, and all, yeah,
1: they're old. And a lot of them have that. Just the older mindset, yeah. of them. I mean, our new president elect is in his seventies.
0: Yeah, the oldest one. Y'all yeah. elected. Oh, y'all, y'all elected somebody. I want <laughs> that man. I'll <laughs> he not go remember y'all first name after his first day in office. He's gonna be reminded of people's names every day when he's walking around that White House.
1: Yeah, Joe Biden is currently seventy eight years old.
0: Yeah, the man is old. So when he gets out of office, he'll be he's,
1: 82. He's literally been chasing. Yo, the
0: oldest. He's definitely the oldest president.
1: He's been chasing the yeah, I presidency know since the 80s.
0: Yeah. And then he's been he's been running for president forever. Just, I mean, you know. Kamala got that for him, though. Yeah, but and that's I mean, another she- thing right here, guys. I'm going to insert this here. Because people are so happy to have a black woman in office. A high office in this country being vice president and that's fine that's fine but I'm happy like I'm happy she's a black woman I'm proud of the fact that she is a black woman because I am a black woman so I'm proud of that but all skin folk are not chicken folk I just want y'all to just I'm gonna repeat it again all skin folk are not chicken folk not everybody Who claims to have your back, has your back. You know that in life. So don't go in here thinking just like y'all did with Obama, thinking they're going to just be jumping over the moon for y'all. Us, I mean us. When I say y'all, I mean us, black people. Because you did it with Obama too. You thought he was going to be jumping over and giving us the moon and the stars. All skin folk are not your kin folk. I'm going to just leave it at that so we gonna see like i said i'm gonna give sis the benefit of the doubt i am going to see what she says and see and watch what she does more importantly watch what she does but i ain't too giddy
1: yeah it's it's pretty much gonna be the way it was when trump was elected we just have to wait and see how things unfold
0: yeah you about you just like i I posted a meme that it was just like 2021 is the remix to 2020 this Uh is about to be the deluxe album okay he gave you guys the first album the first hot 15 tracks (laughs) Biden about to hit you with the extra four and we'll see Because you still have the same people living in the same country that are going to be doing the same stuff. And now you just piss those people off. And so that's another thing. When stuff starts going down, black people like what they just did on January 6th, they ran up in the Capitol building. When stuff starts going down, let white people handle their business. Stay your black ass at home. I love you. Stay at home.
1: But the thing is, is that there's still... So it doesn't matter what the race is. There's still um, conjoining mindsets. Like, there's a lot of Latinos for Trump. There's a lot of Black people for for Trump.
0: I'm yeah, but I'm talking to my. I'm talking about to my people with common sense, because common sense. I mean, I don't. I didn't support either person. I honestly didn't support. I'm not like gung ho for either can either candidate. I wasn't gung ho for either one because uh, but you you are going for the lesser of two evils. That's where that's why I say I hate that phrase because you are. But I knew what I was going to get with either one. I'm not expecting Kamala and Joe to bring us the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I'm not expecting that. But I feel like a lot of people are expecting that. Just watch what they do and hold them accountable. That's what that's what we do. We watch what they do. We hold them accountable and we mobilize our damn selves like get more active in your community. Start talking to these kids. Start talking to your elders. Rally up because you're going to have to rally up the troops because clearly people don't know how to act. They ran up in the Capitol building. If that was the Black Lives Matter march niggas would have been laid out sprayed out on the floor niggas wouldn't have made it out of their cars niggas wouldn't have she literally the girl there was there was a black woman who made a u-turn at a police stop by the capitol building and she got killed this is not a game for us out here it's not a game and so this and i understand why we took this election so seriously i understand but i just we need we have to do better we need to talk to each other we need to make our movement though
1: so where does that conversation start where where do you start the, the conversation at home of, no 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 but i mean like at what point do you start it like what Do you start with the policies? Do you start with the politicians? Where do this whole
0: fucking thing gotta go? It gotta go. You can't. You can't. This whole system is rigged against us. It's rigged. Laws are rigged. The Mm -hmm. medical field is rigged. Business is rigged. It's rigged against us. It's made for us to fail at literally at every corner, because most of the poorest people in this country are us and that's how capitalism survives is they you have to have people that are poor you have to have people that are indebted in order for capitalism to be what it is there has to be people that are poor
1: so where do you go from a capitalistic society and
0: that's that that honestly i don't know that's why i said that's where we have to talk and we have to mobilize and we have to figure this out because and we have to make ourselves better too. So that's why I said, when you ask me, where does this conversation start? It starts at home. You talking to your kids, you talking to, like I said, talking to your elders, talking to your kids.
1: But get more specific about that. Talking to what, each other. What, what, what do you talk to them about? What do you, what's the conversation? Talk to your
0: kids about finances when they're young. Educate your kids. Educate your kids on their history. Educate them on who they are. Because once you tell them who they are, especially you as a parent, nobody else out here can tell them who they are. They will know. So and that goes to educating yourself. And educating your kids. Uh, making sure that you educate yourself. On f- things like finances. Things like the economy. Things, on, things like stocks. Things like investing. Things like making a business. Things like LLC's. Make sure you. Because that's what's going to have to happen. We're going to have to have more black businesses. We're going to have to start. Building these communities up on our own. So. Because once you do that, once you have money, and that, then you can but, start changing shit.
1: Okay, but th- doesn't that feed into a capitalistic society at the same time?
0: Well, we have to because that's what we're given. You can't, we can't, we live in a capitalist society. It's not like it's going to change overnight. Mm-hmm. So we have to. If black people are good at one thing, it's adaptation. We adapt the fuck out of a situation. Of so... That that we can do. We have to build ourselves up. And we have to encourage and push each other. Because, like I said, the things are not going to be... Because then when you do things like that, when you mobilize as a community and you do things like that, you can all back somebody who you know who can be a councilman, who could be a congressman, who could be a senator... And then once you get that person in the office, you on their ass every day. Like, nope, that's not the policy we paid you for because that's what politicians are, are. They're paid. Your check is more important to a politician than your vote. If you walk up to a politician and you're just like, oh, I voted for you. They're like, hi. Yeah. But I wrote you a check for two thousand dollars. So you're going to listen to me. So like, so if you're back in somebody.
1: But doesn't that work both ways? What? With getting, I mean, it's going to work the same way for, for either, for whatever view you have. So nowadays it's either you view it from the oppressed, the people or the group that feels oppressed and oppressed by the government. And then you have the people that want to fortify the current government that they have.
0: Right. Because it works for them. It doesn't work for the whole. It works for them.
1: But regardless, it's gonna be the, the what you just said. Like, I'm, am I'm, I'm not.
0: But you're playing I'm, devil's advocate uh, yeah. right now when there's no reason to. the The things that I'm saying are gonna help my people, and they're gonna help us move forward. There's Absolutely. no point in playing devil's advocate.
1: I know, but I'm saying from from the other side, it feels they they kind of feel the same
0: way. Feel so like what they ain't done shit. We worked for you. You ain't this shit. Uh, we made. We I'm invented saying, shit to make to help you're you out. About
1: educate their children on their history. Other people have different history that they present to their people to their children. It's not
0: even different history. It's it's not the truth. You teach your kids in elementary school is not truthful. No,
1: it's not. The
0: Native Americans were not sitting kumbaya with freaking John Smith and shit and cutting up turkeys. That's not what happened. So I don't give a fuck about, oh, we're teaching good, No, the history you're teaching your children is not fucking true.
1: So you start that in the education system?
0: Change that shit too. Everything gotta go. Eventually, everything needs to be redone. Because everything is literally made to fail us. So you have to educate your kids on the truth. The shit that they're telling them in school and especially in history class is false as fuck. Christopher Columbus didn't discover shit. He got the map to America from black people. Still Still got these kids celebrating Columbus Day for the fuck what? For a day off. Basically, just throwing another teacher in service day then. The fuck? Just made me hot. Let me get myself together.
1: I I didn't mean to make you out what I just, Because I, like I'm, I'm just, passionate I'm about trying, that shit I, I like No, I, I understand your passion. Trust me. I I've been with you for a year and a half. Um <laughs> I understand this is a very passionate subject for you. I'm just trying to Wrong figure.
0: is wrong. So you We're, sitting over there trying to play fucking devil's advocate? Wrong no, is wrong. I'm trying
1: I'm trying to st- Like, you're you're saying start the conversation. I'm saying what conversations do you present first and where do you start? It's
0: not even about no more conversations. Like, you need to have... Now it's time to take action. It's not even about no fucking conversations. Because clearly niggas don't understand. Not niggas as in black people. Now I'm mad because he got me mad. Sorry, guys. But um, not niggas as in black people, but white people. Clearly, we've been talking and we've been saying this. For God knows how long. Since your asses decided that you wanted to enslave us. We have been saying this. Literally. And once and I know we can do it because we've done it before. That's the crazy thing. We've done it before. It is in us and we've done it before. So we can do it. We're capable. We some strong motherfuckers. Some strong motherfuckers. So we can definitely do it. And that's why. And I don't have all the keys. I'm not going to sit here and act like I have all the keys because I don't. That's why I said it's important for us to move about, start shaking shit up in our community and get out there with each other and plan with each other and motivate each other and invest in each other. Cause that's, what's going to get us out and not separate from each other. Like, okay, you can be a black feminist, but you black first. Okay. You could be a black person. That's a part of the LGBTQ community, transgender, whatever, but you're black first. So Let's get our rights secured, and then we, and in our rights secured, we're gonna get everybody else's too. And that's all I gotta say about that because that made me hot trying to play devil's advocate for some motherfuckers that don't deserve shit.
1: I know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for either. I mean, clearly, I'm for our civil rights as black and brown, as Asian, as anything else. And yes, I do agree that the system is is
0: fucked but up. But even with that, though, even like you said, our civil rights with Asian. I know you guys fought for it. We, it us. it's not even that we fought for it. It's I, that's not even the point I was gonna make. It's still, your you guys have your struggle, but it's still not as crazy as ours. You have your struggle for sure. It still don't go as deep as ours. And I say that because at the end of the day, a white person would rather be Mexican before they're black. Somebody would rather be Asian, Hispanic, that's closer to white to other people. So ours is a little... And it's like... Just the system has... And what we've gone through has hit has inhibited generations Mm -hmm. like we literally have post-traumatic stress this like dead ass every black person has like post-traumatic stress from slavery it just goes into it goes down the line and it's also because they make it a little worse for us every time like there's no reason most of our black men are either in jail or have sell, have um served sentences. And it'll be for bullshit. So I understand where you're gonna where you're gonna go with that. With we how ha- we are all civil rights and we have a struggle, but we still, like I said, if you ask somebody if they want to be a black man or a Mexican man, they're gonna pick a Mexican man. They're not going to pick a black man because it's closer to them in other people's eyes. Not necessarily that way in real life, but in other people's eyes, it is. So, yeah.
1: Have you seen, I I, I know this is a random, random jump. Have you seen the Bill Nye video where he discusses how, how skin color changed?
0: No, I have not, but I already know how skin color changed, though. So. But go ahead, continue.
1: He, he's just talking about like <clears throat> how how skin color changed. The, the more northern you went, the lighter you got. The southern you went, the darker you got. Yep. So, I don't know. I was just asking if you had seen it.
0: Yeah. And then we all came out of one place. We know that. We all came. We all... Every nationality started as black. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> That's why some of the sorry my eyes um some of the cultures like the hispanic culture and asian people that are indigenous to that culture they're usually darker skinned why because we got there first black people i'm gonna leave you because i'm gonna leave this topic but and we're gonna revisit it in another episode um but I just want you to know how dope you are. Like, I just need you to understand. Like, if nobody has ever told you how dope you are, I'm telling you. Because we have had dynasties, we have had empires, we have traveled the world before anybody else traveled the world. We were here before anybody else was here. You are an Aboriginal person to this earth. You have the power to make any nationality you want in your DNA. You have kings and queens. You have gods and goddesses rolling through your blood. You are amazing. And you can do anything. Anything. And don't let anybody tell you different. So, that's that on that. But, So, like I said, this year, with everything going on, was an eye-opening year for me. I've always been a spiritual person, but I felt like my spirituality got really deep in 2020. I felt like I started taking my spirituality very serious. I started taking my purpose very seriously. So, I started moving and shaking some things and you'll hear about it soon but um internally i started doing a lot of work um i said before on prior podcasts that i had went through a i have went through a stage of a stage of depression around 2018 2019 so with us going in the end of 2018 into 2019 so with us going into um 2020, I was like, oh, this is about to be my year. So excited. Boom. Pandemic. You're not going nowhere. Work and home. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going out nowhere. So if anything, that's why I named I named this podcast Never Will I Ever Be Ungrateful, because I have learned to be grateful of even the smallest of things because so many people are without right now. And so many people have been affected and I'm grateful that I still have a roof over my head, that I still can put food on uh, in my mouth and on the table, that I still can take care of myself. I'm grateful for that. Um, so gratitude was the attitude going into 2021 and coming out of 2020. Um, I learned to journal a lot. I I already had started journaling, but I journaled a lot more and I wrote out a lot of feelings. And so um, me being an empath that helped journaling out stuff because sometimes even though I am pretty vocal I can't verbalize <laughs> and I see you over there I can't verbalize things the way I want to
1: you like to try to hide things when things are pretty evident that you oh feel I don't like, like
0: to, I don't like letting people I don't like being vulnerability what's that what's no that? but I had to learn I had to learn I was working I'm still working on it guys I'm still working on it but I like to say I did pretty I'm doing pretty good on that.
1: Yeah, I, I you've grown a lot in the last year. Thanks. And I've seen it every single day.
0: Thanks. I appreciate that.
1: Uh, I I feel like 2020 for a lot of people was just a lot of purging of different energies and different things.
0: Yeah. Look at you, energies. <laughs> I mean, whose boyfriend are you?
1: I'm the boyfriend that is looking at incense right now and candles <laughs> in the bedroom.
0: Yes, incense and candles. That's my bag, guys. That's my bag.
1: Yeah, 2020 was. I mean, for me, it didn't. My routine didn't change a whole lot because I'm very. I I just I have the same routine of because I work at home. So I work at home, and I come here. The only thing that changed is yeah, we we weren't able to go out anywhere.
0: Yeah. And it's not even that my routine changed a whole bunch. Cause it didn't change too much. It's just I feel like I went I I thought a lot more of my spirit and a lot more of my mind and mental health. Mm-hmm. I was very much I made myself very much aware and I made myself do things to enhance in and, and cultivate, I guess my mental health and cultivate my spirit that's been that has been my bag like if you want to know everybody's talking about they're in their bag that's the bag I was in okay getting right with spirit that's the bag ascending was the bag (laughs) okay because sis the shadow work ain't no joke it hurts when you have to go into the ugliest of your uglies and dig through it and forgive yourself and like I had I had I know I had because I'm the middle child I was the child that was kind of looked over I had like this pick me attitude where I had to be the loudest of the loudest and I had you had to see me but I needed to be aware of. And my family had actually... Um, not, well, when I say my family, um, my sister and my cousin, we had this conversation. My cousins, my sister, and my cousins, Jocelyn and Nino. We had this conversation and she was just like, we see you, Jocelyn. Joss. She was, she's been on the podcast. Um, she was like, we see you and you are loved. So I had to remember that you know that's that's my inner child me my little 10 year old self wanting to be like yo i'm here it's me chill out you're good
1: you're and, heard and i can definitely understand because y'all you're y'all loud. yeah
0: my family turn <laughs> turn
1: so but yeah i mean i i can see that where there was the no not the need to feel wanted but it was yeah like you said just to be heard and, yeah, and I, it's not I'm,
0: even a need to feel wanted.
1: Yeah, because I think in, in any family dynamic, that's a big part for—I mean, for anybody really. You know, you want you want your siblings to hear, you want your parents to hear.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing when you have an older sibling and a younger sibling, you're the middle kid. Like if you make your own way, like of course you become you become a lot more independent, but you're not the oldest and you're not the baby. So you're you kinda just fall in between. And then the middle child is usually the child that gets the expectations pushed on them. And I was that child. So you gotta it's a lot of stuff to work through and you know. So that's what I did twenty twenty one. We were work I was working through inner child stuff. And getting this, getting myself together and setting boundaries, definitely setting boundaries. Like I felt like I started letting boundaries lapse, and then I started getting tired. Like I'm burning myself out, overextending myself, and um, doing all this, doing all these things for people, which I enjoy. I, I'm a natural caretaker of people, so. It's not that I didn't enjoy it, but you do you burn yourself out and you had to learn to say no sometimes. So I had to learn how to say no. Um, I had to learn how to let go of self-doubt and learn how to trust myself. Because or learn how to I shouldn't say it, I should say enhance trusting myself because I trusted myself, but then there's always that little voice in the back of your head that's just like, eh, no. And when you know that you're right. And it's just that, like I said, that negativity. So just fully trusting myself and every decision that I make. Um, yeah. And working through insecurities, too, because your girl, it's a lot of confidence in this bag over here, but it's some insecurities. Everybody has them. So working through those, too. And so, like I said, moving into this year, 2021, I just was just like, okay, this year is just the year that I'm going to be grateful. I have made it a practice every day to say thank you. Thank you to God. Thank you to my ancestors. Just thank you, period. Thank you to myself. (laughs) Because I made it and I wouldn't be here without God and without my ancestors. So I just made it a point to make sure that I say thank you every day, even throughout the day. Even if, especially at times when I know I'm irritated, I'm like, okay, what's something I could be grateful for? Literally, I've been thinking that in my head. Okay, like you're pissed. What's something you could be grateful for right now? (laughs) So... That was that's the thing. And I found that in doing that, a lot of things have been happening in my favor.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, you got a lot going on already this (laughs) year. You got your daycare, you got your app that's gonna launch.
0: Yeah, a lot of things have been going in my favor. So um shout out to God, shout out to my ancestors working it out. Um And then so also moving into, I don't, I'm pretty sure we're all best friends here. You guys have been leaving behind. You found out who your friends were in 2020, honey. Absolutely. You found out exactly who your friends were in 2020. If you ain't already know, you know now. So like I said, leaving behind things that don't serve me. I was doing that. Doing that too in 2020. Letting go of things that don't serve me. I'm moving into twenty twenty are we'm gonna do the same thing but I found like I said you found out exactly who your friends are for the most part I'm happy that the people that I had around prior to were are still the same people that I have like yeah. I never like even though I know a ton of people my circle of people I'm not gonna say it's small because there's there's a there's quite a bit of us like, maybe
1: like 15. It stayed, it stayed consistent.
0: Yeah, but they, every, all my people stayed consistent. We all here. <laughs> Nigga, we made it. We still here. Yes. So, that, I mean, we lost a couple people, but you know, it is what it is. You're living mean, and it's you just, learn. It's,
1: that's just part of growing up.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? So. Also, in 2020, I let go of weaves, y'all. You guys know. <laughs> I have I'm the chameleon the of the queen. hair. I've have had long hair, my natural hair, I've had my natural hair long. I've cut my natural hair off.
1: I have asked this woman to just leave her hair alone <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> and
0: right now we're sitting here with and her hair in a whole new color color mm-hmm. it's green it's forest green it's pretty though it's, it's very pretty but um no so I I have went you know I went through this I have braids I've had faux locks I've had long hair long natural hair I've had medium length natural hair I've had no, no hair. natural hair because <laughs> I like, shaved my hair off I've had a lot so I've been growing my hair out and in 2020, I was just like, because I usually I have a weave-in or braids or something, um, some kind of protective style. But I was just like, you know what? We're just going to wear my natural hair right now because it's at a nice length. It's not at that. Because I had cut my hair um, about a year and a half ago. There's some change. don't know because we've been together for a year. So it's been like two years now. So... um. Yeah, I cut my hair two years ago and so I'd been just growing it out, growing it out. And when I say I cut it, I cut it. Like I had no hair. I was out here. About hit a scallywag. I was cute though.
1: She looked just like my twin.
0: Oh <laughs> shut No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was cute though. But
1: Yeah, that's the difference. I'm not.
0: Okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so I grow my hair out and then I just wanted to do something to my hair. So today I dyed it green. It's bomb though, guys. Wait till I step out here. Wait till y'all see these pictures. Wait till on them selfies
1: come out. Right.
0: Wait till these it's things
1: come out. It's gonna be an exclusive drop Fire. on Jill's IG. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um no, so I uh, I learned to embrace everything that is me, literally. Because I remember to, and that, ha- that kind of happened starting in like 2019 to now. Because I remember like 2017, 2016, you could not catch me outside without makeup. Now I'm just like, the. I'm lucky if I put on makeup. Mm-hmm. My skin is popping out. That's the thing, 2020. God bless you for giving me better skin. God bless you for the melanin popping off the way it is now. Thank you. See, even though it was a trash ass year, it's still far something to be There's a lot. For yeah,
1: it. it may have been trash, but I think a lot of good came out of it. I yeah. mean, at least for us, I know there's some people that are continually like losing people like family. Yeah, and that's to, another to thing too. And, and, you know, people that have just hit rock bottom that they don't know how to pay their bills. And,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, I'm thankful that we. We're able to have what we have
0: you know? yeah and grateful for my health and my family's health because thank god we've all been okay for the most part we've all been okay mm-hmm. and I, like i like you said like we know a lot of people who have been affected by this um and i'm just happy that for i'm grateful for my health and my family's health because None of my family members need to be sick, okay? And none of us, and I don't need to be sick either, and that's that on that. Period. But I wish everybody who is sick, like God rest the souls of everybody who lost their lives this um past year, especially due to this pandemic. And and whoever is sick, like take care of yourself. Please take care of yourself. I'm praying for you guys. Um Yeah, and everybody who's not sick, be grateful, okay? Be grateful that we are okay because you don't have to be, as you see. So yeah, so leaving things behind that no longer serve me and leaving behind negative energy because I'm big on the energy. (laughs) The vibes have to be right. That's why the incense be going off in the house the way it does, even though he's talking about my boys came in the house, Jeff and Geez. Shout out to y'all. I love y'all. Um, they came in the house. Um, I had like a, a Friendsgiving thing. Yes, we were all tested. Yes, we were all safe. Before y'all try to get on me. COVID police. Um, and they came over. I cooked and they came over and <laughs> the incense was burning. <laughs> Jeffrey sat on the couch talking about, oh, it's for by Dewey in here. <laughs> <laughs> and Geese was like, yeah, this is, it smells real spiritual. I'm like, yes, yeah, this is what we're going for. The feels, okay? But like when you come to my house or when you're hanging around me, I try to bring the vibes. I try to be, bring good energy. So all that negativity, nope, left that in 2020. <laughs> if I don't have to deal with you, I'm not. Honestly, really and truly, if I do not have to deal, if you're a negative person, and I don't want to have to deal with you I'm not doing it. I don't even deal with my mama's negative energy, yo. Dead ass.
1: This is factual. 100%. Love her.
0: I love her. But even her, even she get to talking crazy. All right, mom, I got to go. I'm like, Mm-mm. nope, I don't deal with my mama's bullshit. I don't deal with her negativity. You think she's going to deal with yours? So, not dealing with (laughs) yours either. Yeah. So, I love her, you know. But, sis, sometimes she'd be in her negative bag. A lot of times she'd be in her negative bag. And if you guys know Dondra, you know what I'm talking about. So, and accepting people for who they are, which also brings me again. Your girl... We had issues with the moms, okay? Your girl had everybody talking about people girls that have daddy issues. I had mommy issues. My daddy is my dog, okay? Can't tell me nothing. My best friend, that's my dog, okay? He's the best person on the planet next to God. There's Jojo, okay? When he becomes an ancestor and when my dad transitions, I'm going to I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm gonna lose my mind. But at least I know that he was a good man cuz my dad's a G. But my mother I had to learn that we're just different <laughs> and we're never going to see eye to eye on certain things. So I just accept her for who she is, where she at, where she's at. And I realized that in looking back at my childhood, now being a little older and looking back at, even though she still get on my last, last nerves, like she get on my last nerves, y'all. Uh, I learned to just like, accept it. I don't she I don't feed into her. Like I'm not yelling at her anymore. I'm not not even yelling at her because I never yelled at my mom because you don't you got a black mama, you know you ain't yelling at your mama. But um She like, gonna hit you with that stare. When we get in disagreements and feeling away towards her or getting in like arguments with her and I don't feed into that anymore so that I don't, so there, therefore I don't argue with her like there's no point I'm not feeding into your your craziness that's what you want me to do um so I just accept her for where she's at like that's where this is where you're at in life this is where you've been at for a while you don't want to change you don't want to move out of that you're not going to so all right that's who you are um but I feel like this year with her, I have just been just like it's like what is it? it's like water, like rainwater on a car, it just rolls off. That's my mom with me. She just rolls off. She don't really bother me anymore. <laughs> her antics don't bother me anymore. She gets like I'm mean, of course she gets on my nerves. Like I said, she certain things, certain characteristics of hers get on my nerves, but for the most part, just, she doesn't really. She Bothered. doesn't really bother me, um, and that's also because I kind of, in my journaling, sat down and I just was just like, "Why do I have these issues with my mom? Why?" And then I started writing out why I have these issues with her, um, and what, what, she, and I started writing down in that what she does that triggers me and why and why I'm triggered. Because that was important to understand why I was triggered by what she was saying or what she was doing. And so in doing that, I, of course, had to think about, too, when my mom is saying these things or when she's doing these things, how she was brought up and who she was brought up by. So even though my Nana is the greatest to her grandkids and the greatest now, she may not have always been the greatest to her children because of circumstances everybody's and then that's when I had to realize that everybody's doing the best that they can with what they got so my mom I had to realize my mom has a lot of emotional trauma that she has not worked through ever and she may not ever work through it but in how she brought me and my siblings up Even though I don't agree with it, she did the best with with what she had going on emotionally. Because me sitting back and working through what I'm working through within myself and then looking at her, it's just like, man, I feel bad. I feel bad because you could be doing this work, too, or you could have done this work, too. If you would have used your resources, because my mom is very well off, she could definitely get a therapist if she needs to get a therapist, or if she wanted to see somebody, if she felt, if she genuinely felt that that's what she needed to do. But I feel I felt bad because that's that her generation is not does that's not a generation that takes care of their mental health. No. It's not a generation that looks at therapy. As something that they should do. It's more of a, okay, we're gonna baggage, pack this up, put this in the back of my mind and keep on pushing. They haven't, they're not, it's not really the generation that advocates for mental health and therapy.
1: uh, Yeah, a lot of the time it's seen as a weakness for their generation because my parents were the same, kind of the same way where it was. You just have to do what you got to do no matter how shitty you feel.
0: Yeah. So, and then like they're coming, they're coming from a generation that was surviving. That is in survival mode all the time. So I had to think about that and think about, all right, yeah, she gets on my nerves. Yeah. The shit that she says is not, is terrible. And the way she behaves is terrible. Um, And the energy is crazy, but she's still my mother. And I just can't let it affect me. I control what bothers me and what doesn't. And usually, like I said, when you're triggered by things that your parents tell you, there's usually a reason why you're triggered. So that's my advice to anybody who's trying to do this work and get yourself together and just be a better you. Because that's honestly what I was doing all 2020, being a better me. Um, When you do that work and you're asking yourself those questions, just you ask yourself, why am I triggered? And usually it goes back to a situation that at some point you felt that about yourself. And you feel like your parent is just confirming a doubt that you've had about yourself, and then why do you feel that way about yourself?
1: So, uh, um, in my, just in my experience, at least with as far as dealing with any parental or any parent or any parental figures, you start to realize that you guys, you, you kind of you start to. S- Kind of start considering what they went through, like you said, mm-hmm. and then you you start to figure out that you guys have a lot of similarities as different people that you may be. I found that with my dad. Um I didn't. I mean, I didn't come to the U.S. when I was sixteen to just work and figure out life. Um, but as I've gotten older, because uh, a lot of the time you 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 see your parent as just like a. Not something that holds you back, but you just, you, you think that they don't understand you. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of parents that breakthrough, it, like you said, it either happens or or it doesn't doesn't, happen.
0: Yeah. that's the thing. I fully am. And that's the thing, you guys, you have to be, and I'm not over here preaching. Like I got it all figured out because I don't have it all figured out. I'm still working through it. Like we say on this podcast all the time, personal growth is an everyday thing. Every day you're alive, you're growing. You should be. You're stagnant and you start asking yourself, what the fuck is going on? But every day that you're here, you should be growing. So, um, yeah, you, you, you have to put yourself kind of in their shoes. And that's kind of what I did with my mom. I put myself in his shoes. Or in her shoes, as she's saying. And um, that's where I kind of was just like, okay, I see where some of this is coming from. And some of the stuff that she's she's saying, and it may be this way with you guys as parents, some of the stuff that they say or do, it's not even it's not even really because it's you that did anything. Most of the time, it's because they're mad at themselves. And they just don't know how to get that out. But yeah, that's what 2020 or 2020 was. I'm about to say 2021, but that's what 2020 was for me. So just a lot of work, a lot of being a better me. Um, a lot of recognizing and recognizing that, like I tell you guys on the podcast, growth is an everyday process. You have to remind yourself about that because sometimes when you're going through it, you're like and you're triggered again, you're wondering. Dang, why am I triggered? Like, I definitely addressed that. We definitely worked through that. Okay, well, clearly you ain't worked through it enough. You're still triggered. So let's keep working. So that and things that I've done that besides journaling that have helped um, is being open to criticism. Being open to criticism definitely helps because you're not always right, <laughs> and you don't always um, you don't always see yourself the way other people see you, and the way you see yourself might not always be the correct way.
1: <laughs> I feel you looking at me.
0: That, no, I'm not looking at you. I'm just saying. I'm 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 just spitting facts. Um so yeah, being open to criticism, using discernment. Using discernment. That helps. Definitely. When you're if you ask people for advice or if you're giving advice using discernment, definitely. Um and realizing that not all criticism this goes with accepting criticism or learn, learning how to accept constructive criticism. Not all criticism is hating. Don't be trying to, just because somebody is telling you about yourself and you don't want to hear it. They're not always a hater. Okay, that, that's an, that annoys me. <laughs> that annoys me.
1: Everybody's a hater though, Gio.
0: Everybody is a hater to everybody for whatever reason. And sometimes people are just not hating. They're just telling you about yourself and you don't want to hear it.
1: Yeah, not everybody has to agree with the way you see
0: things, right? Right. Uh, just like you, just like you don't have to agree with that. Absolutely. But sometimes people are right. Sometimes, okay. I know. I know it's hard to believe you're wrong. But sometimes you are.
1: No, me wrong really? <laughs> never.
0: Um, I'm wrong all the fucking time. And other things that have helped me is realizing that the change I need is not always material everybody especially our generation is so focused on getting money get into the bag and I'm focused on that too for sure but not everything not all the change that you need is material a lot of um, is material a lot of times it's internal because that money is not gonna help you to not be triggered by certain things that money is not going to help you heal whatever you need to heal get me you still have to do the work. Um, so, it and it takes a change a lot of times in your mental, your attitude, your thought process.
1: Your environment.
0: Your routine. Sometimes your environment, yeah. I haven't really changed environments, though.
1: Our environment changed. It's changed a little bit.
0: Not really. I still live in the same place.
1: You still live in the same place, but you've had minor changes here at home. <laughs>
0: True, true.
1: You are a puppy mama now.
0: <laughs> true, this is facts. So yeah, I guess that. But just when I what I think changing when I when you say changing environment, I think like moving or something. But um, no, like a, and then change your routine and making sure you're consistent with that routine. Cause guys, like I said, I'm a big spiritual person, so I'm about to get give it to you all right now. So I wake up every day at 4 a.m. Every day. Doesn't matter what day it is. It could be the weekend. I'm up at 4 every day. Um, And at first, I would spend that time... Okay, let me backtrack. So, before I started work- waking up at 4 a.m. every day, I um, had started reading A Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. And I'd started implementing some of those things that I was learning in that book into my life and I became vegetarian so I no longer eat meat so that's something I did in 2020, 2020 as well Um, but I also became as a black woman because this is very important for us especially I have became very interested in womb work I was already interested in the womb because I am a doula, but I was interested in healing my womb. And I did, praise God. <laughs> I did, like no more cramps. My periods are a lot shorter. Sorry guys, if this is TMI. If you can skip this little part, gentlemen. Um, Like my periods are shorter, no more cramps, no more back pain, none of that. So implementing that into my life that book into my life really helped in that aspect because I learned different herbs I can use to naturally heal my womb. So with that in the book, there's a schedule that she gives you that um, times you should wake up and meditate, times you should wake up and pray, things like that. So I just wanted, like I said, I've been focused on being a better me. So I at first, when I was trying to wake up at 4, I was so tired. I was like, I'm not, I cannot do this. And I would end up sleeping through it. And I was like, you know what? So I started praying, God, nope, let me wake up. Give me the ambition to wake up at 4 a.m. every day. And eventually, I started waking up before my alarm clock. And I would be up at 4, up. Uh, So I'm like, okay, since I'm up, at first I was trying, I was, you know, so you're up, you, and you didn't realize your prayer is answered, okay? You don't realize your prayer is answered. I didn't realize my prayer was answered. And I'm like, dang, why can't I go to sleep? It's four in the morning. I don't have to be up yet. Why can't I go to sleep? Duh, genius. You prayed to wake the fuck up at four. So wake up at four, and I meditate. That's the first thing I do, is meditate. Um... I either lay in my bed or I sit on the floor and I meditate for anywhere from 10 minutes to 45 minutes, um, and that helps a lot. It helps a lot, and I started doing yoga in the morning because I was just like, you know what, girl, you can get this body together too. You can get your, you can be your best self and get this body together. So I started doing yoga. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, babe um so after i meditated i would do yoga and i would pray and then i would drink my tea so ladies i'm about to give you the keys for your womb health ladies i'm gonna give you the keys to the womb health get you a tea that has raspberry leaf nettle dandelion if you don't what you can there's one um I forget the brand. Is it Nature's something? I'm going to link it. I'll link it to when I post this episode on um, Instagram. I'll link it. But um, it's called Healthy Cycle Tea. But it has everything, literally. Everything that you need. Raspberry leaf. Or if you want to take raspberry leaf capsules, nettle capsules, um, dandelion root capsules. But those things help to naturally cleanse out your womb and um help to promote a healthy cycle your period should not your cycle your full cycle should not be over 30 days 28 to 30 it should not be over that that so that includes your period and ovulation you start that cycle from the beginning of the... That's why when you're pregnant, they use the beginning of your um, last menstrual cycle. Start it at that day and count to your next menstrual cycle. Should not be over 30 days. If there is, address it. And if you need help, I got you. DM me.
1: This segment brought to you by Travel <laughs> Birthing and Doula Services. I'm
0: sick. But yeah, so... um. Getting my womb together. So I like I said, after the yoga, I get up, drink my tea, eat whatever fruits I'm going to eat, and then head out the door. Oh, oh, journaling. I journal after I meditate too. Forgot to add that in there. Journal after meditation. But yeah, so that's what's been helping me be a better me. Babe, what's been helping you be a better you? We haven't We haven't allowed you to talk much. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Um, I don't know Usually what helps me is I listen to music every single day so Same that I
0: guess.
1: Uh, Literally from the time I wake up Even to when I go to sleep I'm always listening to something I always have my in-ears in Music is spiritual It is, it definitely is <laughs> I just want y'all to know And it can just always just set your mood Like no matter how you feel There's always a song That portrays how you feel
0: And you guys want to know something? Sure, sure. Rap music, because you guys know I'm a hip-hop head. I love me some r and B. I love me some rap. Or hip-hop. Certain hip-hop songs are like Negro spirituals. I dare you to try it, guys. I dare you to try it, because they are. They are. The Devil is Alive by Rick Ross, a Negro spiritual. Listen to it.
1: <laughs> and then, I mean, I used to meditate. I don't, I don't, usually by the time Gio's waking up, to get her day started, I'm usually going to bed. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times I don't I don't have that time to sit there and meditate for nearly like 10, 15 minutes. Um, the other thing that helps me is for me I, like watching, well, just because of what I, I mean, I'm playing music, I watch a lot of gear tutorials <laughs> and that I find that relaxes me. Or I will, I always say I'm not a big reader and Gio called me out on this yesterday, Um, but I do actually like to read biographies, especially of like, I'm a huge jazz fanatic, so I always read back into the history of it. I'll pull out my old jazz books from college and read through them. But I mean, other than that, I mean, just drinking water. I drink like a gallon or two of water a day, just try to keep healthy. Definitely trying to change my eating habits because I like to eat like a dump truck. I eat a lot of unhealthy things. And definitely keeping my diet consistent has helped a lot. Working out, I really don't get to do at home anymore. Maybe 24 hour fitness, went bankrupt and closed a lot of accounts, including mine. But I, I would find working out definitely helps. Your mind, your mindset, your mentality, it definitely drives you a lot more. I, I used to find when I worked out, Every single day, I was more driven to do things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nowadays, I mean, it's uh, my work. I mean, do, doing these podcasts definitely helps me, aside from trying to hone my art, it helps me uh, just kind of forget about like what's going on in my little, my little bubble. And family definitely has helped me a lot. Um, being with my mom, Having daily conversations with my parents, just because we're working through things at home with literally everybody in my house being sick, having some sort of condition now.
0: And it's not COVID nineteen, just to, just because that has to be a disclaimer now. That's so crazy <laughs> no, that that's the world we live in. That has to be a disclaimer. No, it now. has to do with- they have other pre-existing conditions.
1: Yeah, it's this, I. My sister is a stroke, uh, stroke patient or stroke victim my mom is a dialysis patient (laughs) and my dad was just i mean his heart failed in what was it december
0: yeah that was pretty scary because (laughs) gee
1: yeah it's it's a lot
0: he just keeps going your dad he just keeps it taking yeah
1: he's i mean he's turning 65 and still working 12 to even sometimes 16 hour shifts seven days a week a lot of the time right now and and I I'm, I'm that that's one thing I'm grateful for is definitely family cuz without my dad I wouldn't even be able to be sitting here recording this right now yeah. you know I'm thankful to have my siblings and my sister especially but like that's a I mean that's what my world my world revolves around I always say the trinity of women <laughs> <laughs> which is my mom my sister and my girlfriend you know
0: all you need, babe. all you need. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: It shows that I have no hair, and uh, I
0: shaved off his hair. Don't let him act like somebody pulled his hair out, or it's. But I was already, no, ba- I, I was already balding from all the,
1: all the. Sh- I mean, it's a combination of stress and. Boy,
0: I was not stressing you out.
1: Past behaviors.
0: I don't stress him out, guys.
1: No, you don't. You actually uh, coming here is a. Uh, it's it's a relief from everything
0: thanks I aim you are welcome give me five stars on Yelp
1: <laughs> I think I'm still the only I better be the only customer because I swear to God.
0: Okay. <laughs> now you better be the only customer
1: <laughs> better be no motherfucking reviews on that Yelp besides mine okay
0: okay I mean it is what it is you said what you said and you meant that shit so there you go Um, so, yeah, so, friends, going into 2021, dear tribe, gratitude is the attitude. That's the minatra, okay? Gratitude is the attitude. And once you're, like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is coming from somebody who is experiencing right now, experiencing her manifestations, honey. When you are grateful and you constantly are thanking and you're Doing everything out of a place of gratitude and love. My cousin is... Okay, never mind. You can cut that part out. But when you're moving out of a place of gratitude and love all the time, every day, or try to at least, it does make things easier. And it does make things move for the better. And things will start happening because God is watching all the time.
1: Yeah, because once you once you change your mindset from being so pessimistic and negative a lot yeah. of the time.
0: Yeah. Hey, it, it does all... St- That's another thing, too, I had to realize in my journaling is I get in my own way a lot. Like, I literally get in my own way a lot. And I had to learn that, that it honestly all starts with me and me changing my mindset and me deciding that... This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to work towards. This is how I'm going to act. This is how I'm going to look at life. Because stuff can get you like I don't like I don't understand how you guys watch the news all the time. I do not. I rarely watch the news. If I get like these excerpts or whatever that you see on the news is usually because I read an article about it. I'm big on reading. I don't really watch the news like that. So and if I see, it's usually like a clip that I see that's connected to one of the articles, but I can't, and if I can't watch the news, like that's depressing. And that's just the boundary that I've set for my, um, sorry, I was a little away from the mic, but that's just the boundary that I set for my pieces. I'm not gonna be sitting here watching depressing stuff all the time. Cause that is low frequency, low vibes. I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time watching the news, you get, you don't get the entire global, globalist perspective on it. You get whatever they're narrating to you, and it becomes just a cycle of watching, it and you're just.
0: And it's the same you, thing you, everywhere. You become,
1: you become more and more paranoid. I think, fig- like my my parents watch the news a lot. They they've stopped recent, like the last I want to say six months, but every time something would pop up about COVID, it was just. Super paranoid. And I I've, I think that's how, it's just you get conditioned to think that way. But until you really just start I'm not saying like it's getting blown out of proportion. There, There's a lot of shit that behind the scenes I mean in the I have a lot of friends in the medical field as you do too mm-hmm. that see that are on the front lines of it. And it it is bad. I'm not saying it's not. But if you're just following your routine, going to work, coming home, and you're watching the news and getting paranoid about that, it's it really does mess with
0: you. Yep. <laughs> That's why I don't do it. <laughs> not, you're not going to catch me. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. So yeah, guys.
1: So what are you looking forward to going into 2021?
0: My bag. bag. (laughs) My bag. Getting to the bag. No, not just that, guys. I'm looking forward to, yeah, getting to the bag. But I'm also looking forward to my nephew that's coming in April. He's my first biological nephew. So I'm very excited very very excited my baby sister shout out to red is having a baby if you guys didn't know pretty sure if you follow me you follow my sister we're kind of a package deal sometimes that's how it worked for a while so um yeah she's having a baby in april which i'm very excited for and uh, who else I'm just looking at, I'm excited for like the developments within my family. Cause my, like I said, my friends are my family. They're all my sisters and my brothers. So I look forward to seeing everybody's life unfold and everybody's manifestations coming true. Cause it's coming. I'm speaking that affirmation to y'all right now. It's coming. Whatever you want, whatever you think you're getting, it's coming to you, all my people. And I'm just looking forward to my life and seeing how things go. Seeing what happens. Cause you never know what's gonna happen. I guess that's the greatest part, but and I'm looking forward to being in nature a lot more. The forest is my okay, guys. I told you I was gonna come back around to the signs thing. We're gonna wrap this up though, but okay, so I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Sagittarius rising and a Taurus moon. No way is a Sagittarius. He has a Virgo rising and a Virgo moon. I didn't he even know that. Didn't, he didn't know that until I told him. Yes, I asked him for his birthday and time, and yes, he gave it to me. Yes, I am the meme. <laughs> so. She's the whole
1: witch with the black hair.
0: <laughs> so, I. um I. In going to. Out in nature, like people usually like to go to the beach because California, we pretty much have every element you could think of. We have the desert, we have the forest, we have the beach, we have the mountain, anything you know that you want, we pretty much got it. So, and where we live, we live within no more than an hour's drive of each destination. So, if I want to go to the desert, I could drive an hour. If I want to go to the beach, I drive like 35, 45 minutes. If I wanna to go to the mountains, I drive 35 minutes. <laughs> so um, in getting out in nature, I realized that the forest is my bag. The forest is where it's at for me, guys. It has to be like with a lake or a creek, some type of natural like water, but that's my bag. And I find it interesting that that's my bag because I'm a Scorpio, which is a water a water sign. Like I said, I'm a Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. And, oh, Sagittarius rising, I should say, which is a fire sign. And like I said, Taurus moon, which is earth sign. And all of those elements are in the forest. So I kind of figured that's probably why that's my bag. And so me and Noe, we did this thing or I told him we have to do this. I have to do it once a week. That's, it's That's my goal to do it once a week. Um, to go to Mount Baldy because we don't live far from Mount Baldy, and going by the creek, he was taking pictures. I was meditating, and that was so great.
1: (laughs) It was. It was. It was incredible. So so
0: great, such a great way to reset. So the forest is where it's dropping off. So everybody who is coming to me and Noe's wedding when we get married, when it happens,
1: you proposed.
0: No, I'm not proposing to you, the fuck. Oh. Well <laughs> Nigga, then. go, what? Is that awkward? <laughs> yeah, no. Anyways, like I said, when the marriage happens, whether it's a traditional marriage or whatever the, whatever ceremony we decide to have. um,
1: It's just going to be a big ass party. Let's be real.
0: But you know we'll be in the forest. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so be prepared. Just letting you know ahead of time. It's going to be dope, but it's about to be in the forest so just want y'all to know in advance um but yeah so guys we're gonna close this one out thank you for coming back and listening to us for season 2 um and we'll be recording the next one which would be never will I ever apologize for being black part 3 which I'm excited for because, you know, you you seen how fired up and passionate I was in the beginning of this episode when things were brought up. Okay, so just know it's going to be pretty dope. And, yeah, I look forward to chatting with you guys. Gratitude is the attitude. Just keep saying that to yourself. Gratitude is the attitude. You'll be all right. God bless you. God keep you. Hope your ancestors is holding it down for you. And yeah, that's it. Anything you want to say, Brit. No, I'm good. All right. This is Never Will I Ever Be Ungrateful.